Thank you for joining me today on Good News with Twanda Black, where we're discovering some of the most inspiring trials to triumph stories and empowerment moments. Call up a friend and let them know it's time for some good news. Hello and welcome to Good News with Twanda Black. I'm Twanda Black, your host. I want you to sit back and relax and enjoy this special guest. You won't believe who it is. It's Ben Tankard. Hey. Hi, Ben. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. You're here. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. Getting better. Thanks for having me on today, Sister Black. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Look, um, Ben is a smooth jazz musician and he's definitely an instrumentalist. We'll tell you all the instruments that he plays. He's a reality TV father, show uh, producer, author, motivational speaker, and uh, he's from my home state of Florida. I'm from Tampa. He's from Daytona Beach. And um, it's just interesting that you are doing like a million things, Ben. Well, I try to be a rena renaissance man. Uh, I think I always say you can sleep in heaven. So while we're okay. here, let's do what to do while we're here but you're busy. you know what i used to tell my boys the same thing they'd be like mom you're always busy you're so busy and i'm like look you sleep when you die okay <laughs> however i've i've kind of pulled back on that a little bit because you know sometimes we can get a little bit too busy and we don't uh necessarily enjoy life you know we don't get to enjoy everything that we're doing because we're so busy doing that's true that's yeah enjoy the moment yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Tell us a little bit about your career. Well, I have always been a musician. I was playing on my mom's pots and pans as a kid. Uh, I started playing drums and tuba in the high school band. Pretty good at it. Uh, actually ended up being the number two tuba player in the nation when I graduated from high school. But being six foot six, I had to play basketball. So I had the choice between basketball and band scholarship. And I took the basketball scholarship because we were raised very poor. And I figured this would be a way to go pro and right. come back and help my folks out. And you know the story. I got to the NBA and I got injured my first year, got cut because of that injury. And that led me back to church where I got saved and the minister prayed for my hands and told me to sit on the piano this time. And what came out was the beautiful gift of uh, kind of a jazz style. And I decided to keep it in the church and just yeah. call gospel jazz uh, wow. now you know a lot of people kind of call you the father of gospel jazz did you really take that in at the time when it was happening or were you just doing what you love to do i was just doing what i was called to do uh you know and up before that time there were some jazz artists that would include a gospel song in their record right. There was some uh, gospel artists that would sing a jazzy song from time to time, but I was the first one that put 10 songs on a record and called myself a bona fide gospel jazz artist. And so that's what called me the Godfather, not because, but I was the first one that did that. And I've done it for 22 records in 30 years. Absolutely. And, um, you know, all over the country, there are stations who are, you know, doing gospel jazz sets, um, smooth jazz sets that are happen to be gospel. And it is a phenomenal thing. I, when it took, you know, it just kind of took the world by storm, I think. And we're still developing in that area. 
but it's it's certainly because of you uh, that kicked that whole thing off, you know? And I think, I don't take all the credit, I think it was be it's because there's a need for um, inspiration and the music suits. The Bible even talks about the, uh, in um, uh, the book of Psalms and uh, in Song of Solomon and you know, how music suits and how they call for the Old Testament or how they call for the uh, musician, which was David, to play when the king had a evil spirit on him and when he played, it lifted that spirit. So that's still in style. We are anointed to lift burdens. That is phenomenal. Talk about, um, you know, I'm not sure what came first, reality TV, um, being an author, or did, was it all kind of in there together? Yeah, um, I was an artist for many years, and then I'm a, I'm a writer of two different books, Faith It Till You Make It, and also um, The Full Tank Life. And um, Hollywood saw some videos that we were posting online for fun of my mixed family or, or, or my um, blended family. And they thought, man, this is a kind of a cool gospel version of the Black Brady Bunch. And so <laughs> they came in and gave us a deal to do three seasons with the Bravo Network of Thicker Than Water, The Tankards. And it was hilarious. And then we took a small break. And then now we are going back. We're shooting season four now. But this time, uh, I'm the executive producer. We're doing it on our own production company. And we're doing the Tyler Perry thing. And we get to own it. And, and control it and have creative control over everything and then it will be streamed on uh, Amazon beginning uh, July 4th. Alright, that is wonderful, the fourth season. Talk about that blended family. I, I got a chance to see your family uh, two years ago at the King Center uh, when you were, you, you were a guest there. And you all got up on the stage. I think somebody was pregnant then and was, you know, you had the whole gang together. Talk about, uh, and, and you know, just encourage people that have blended families. Well, you know, um, um, we're, you're in very good company because there are more blended families than not. Even Jesus was part of a blended family because uh, uh, his daddy was different than Mary's other baby daddies. <laughs> And so, and so you're in good company. I think what we have to do, uh, Tawanda, is when we get married, when we get hooked up with someone that already has kids, we have to start with a clean slate and sit down and write down what the rules are for this family. Because what happens is people bring in old notions, old expectations, old victories, and old failures into this new situation and it doesn't always mix. So just start fresh, talk it out, communicate, and you might even need to get your pastor in there as a buffer uh, to make sure that everything is cool. And you definitely should have a pastor if you think about having a, a blended family. You need a pastor in your life. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I, I know that uh, I had a blended family and, and I remember my kid and, and my husband at the time got into a big fight and the first thing was, you ain't my daddy. <laughs> Well, I'm going to feed you till you look like me. <laughs> That's so funny. That is so, so funny. So talk about, um, you know, you're doing motivational speaking and you are out. Um, but what are you talking about when you're talking about talking to people and motivating them? Well, this past year, normally I talk about faith. I talk about um, 
finance. I talk about um, uh, keeping uh, um, your vision alive. But this year, this past year, we had to counter what was going on. Of course, you know about the COVID-19, coronavirus, and the pandemic. Those terms were horrific terms that we had never experienced before. So I, I twisted my message and I, I've done the last year and a half a series called Pandemic Favor. Mm. Pandemic Favor, where when the devil starts messing, God gets the blessing. And mm. so you have to change your filter on how you perceive what is happening. They told David that Goliath was too big to whip. He had a big COVID-19 in his life. He had a big, <laughs> you know, and they said, hey, this thing is too big to whip. The Goliath is too big to whip. He looked at him with the with the uh, eyes of faith and he said, what are you talking about? He's too big to miss. <laughs> and so I don't believe Goliath was created to, to kill David or take David out. I believe Goliath was created to make David famous. Had, had there not been Goliath in David's life, you might not have heard David's top 10 hits. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Blessed is he that dwells in the secret place. All those big hits we know right now by the shepherd boy that was writing songs to sheep by the river. We, he might he might have went unexposed, undiscovered, had it not been that Goliath that he defeated that made him famous. Mm. And so nineteen is going to make us famous. That what's happening is we had to pivot. We had to learn different skills. It's almost like trying to learn how to do that layup with your left hand trying to learn how to write with your left, left hand because your right arm is in a cast. You know, we had to switch things. We had to do virtual. We had to be more tech savvy. We need, you know, we had to stop being so old school and be new school in our thinking. We had to switch that thing. There you go. The COVID-19 is going to make us so great. We're going to be like, excuse me, when is COVID-20 coming out? <laughs> no, we don't want that. <laughs> However, you know, I, and I noticed that you were talking and I, probably more of those things that you had to do in last year during COVID. Because, you know, did you have your entire family with you kind of compounded with you at that time or no? Well, you know, we, we were kind of different. We were kind of blessed because um, I took seasons one, two and three over to 2013 through 17, each season of the show. Uh, some of my kids bought jewelry and clothes with their money. They had a great time. I took my money and I bought a different property, a different vacation home in a different state. So I have a vacation home in Atlanta, a vacation home in Destin, Florida, and a vacation home in my wife's hometown in Farmington, Michigan. But we live in Nashville. So the pandemic did not affect us nearly as much as it affected anybody else because we had the luxury of getting on one of our two airplanes, which I fly as a pilot, and quarantining from one of four states anytime we wanted to. So we wasn't as stressed as everybody else. We were able to intercede and pray for other people from different locales because we had purchased some homes beforehand. So that's such a blessing. A lot of people were saying, oh, it was the most horrible time. I, I can't say that. We were blessed and we were able to, to be a blessing to other people too. That is phenomenal. So phenomenal. So let's talk about music. Um, gosh. You've been writing and um, you write and produce and arrange your own music. Now, in your uh, when you your music that you have out, are you only playing the piano or are you playing other instruments as well? Well, I play the piano, I play some guitar, um, some drums, 
Uh, but mostly I do the production and, and I assemble a team of musicians to do those those um, uh, those special guest appearances like, you know, your Gerald Albright's or, you know, people like um, Paul Jackson Jr. Uh, um, or, or Paul Hardcastle. And so my new record is uh, is called Shine. It's got the gold cover. And um, the, the last record that came out before it was called Rise. And I remember my mom used to come in our room to wake us up from school and she'd say, all right, little tiger kids, it's time for y'all to rise and shine. shine right. So, Kind of did this record dedicated it back to my mom, but it's got some interesting songs on it. Um, we've got a remake of Marvin Gaye's uh, "Just Like Music," and then I did a remake of uh, of uh, Kirk Franklin's "Melodies from Heaven." Which wait, you gotta did. tell that story. You gotta tell that story. Oh, okay, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> back when I was uh, um, when I left the NBA and got into music, uh, I was able to be hired by a white company from Nashville that moved me from Tallahassee to Nashville. I was a dog catcher for a while, a, a keyboard demonstrator at a, at a store, and then I built my own studio and put my music out. And this company heard about me and moved me to Nashville and gave me a budget to discover some artists. And my first discovery was Yolanda Adams. And so I'm producing Through the Storm, Battle of the Lords, all these hits, about 40 songs we did together. So I was real popular real fast. And so I'm at the convention, um, uh, the James Cleveland convention, and everybody's trying to get to Ben Tanker because I'm like the Quincy Jones of gospel. They're like, if I can just be discovered by Ben, <laughs> I'll be like Yolanda Adams. So, I, you know, people were just all gathered around. And there was this short guy, the younger Kirk Franklin, and he was so, so hyped and so uh, just on jam. It's almost like he had drunk a six pack of five hour energy drink the whole thing because he was like he's all over the place so he's like take that you know he's like that anyway but just, just add the five hours it's even, it's even worse than that and so he came up to me and said ben tanker ben tanker ben tanker man i got something i got something you need i got something you need ben tanker you need to hear this ben tanker and i said kurt what are you talking about man so he had a boom box he pulled me over to the corner and this room is full of people we're in this uh, auditorium hall and he pulled me up to the corner and he put this cassette in this boom box and hit play, and the song came on, and had his voice. Someone asked a question? The choir came on, someone asked a question. Why do we sing? Why do we sing? And I, I said, hey, Kurt, that's a very nice song, man. Um, do you have the version of just the choir singing it? Because obviously, this is just a rehearsal tape of you showing the choir what to sing. He goes, no, that's what I'm promoting. That's what I want you to put up, just like this. I say it, then they say it. I say it, then they say it. I say it, then they say it. I'm like, no, Kurt, nobody's gonna buy that, man. We're, we'll pass on that. So I was one of Kurt Franklin's early rejections. And you know, rejection is what makes you uh, more persevere more and gives you a harder skin. So I take credit for being the early rejection that made Kurt Franklin the success that he is today. That's my <laughs> Franklin story. <laughs> and you're doing one of his songs, Melodies from Heaven. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's beautiful. I've been enjoying playing it uh, for a few months now. Um, tell everybody else about what, what else is on the CD. Well, we've got um, Yeshua, which is a Meredith Maldine, um, worship song uh i even got a song you like this one uh I, I even got a song called 
That was <laughs> that was easy is the name of the song and it's based on this button and, and that was easy. if we just believe that and make sure that we keep God first everything that was easy will be that was easy you know I love it won't be uh, all laid out like you think but in the end God gets to grow so I got one of those songs on there I got a song called wait for it which is for the merit folks um, uh, I'm just excited about this record because uh, it was done while I was home uh, during the pandemic, and uh, I was I was not distracted by having to travel, so I was able to put my all into this record. So you can pick it up at all the locations that sell music at um, iTunes, Amazon, and uh, you just Google Ben Tank, and all my stuff comes up. I'm hard, <laughs> I'm easy to find. <laughs> right, right, you're easy to find. So what's next? I mean, after I know probably when it opens up, I don't know if you're really gonna have to travel or not. You may or may not, but probably not so much because everything's digital now. Everybody's gone digital, young and old. That's the, you know, that was one of those good pieces about COVID is mm -hmm. that everybody caught up, you know, with digital. Yeah. So that's going to be awesome. Um, what do you, What's next for you? What are you going to be doing? Well, I'm still looking forward to traveling. We are taking dates and um, I, I, I love to fly. I love fly my airplane to places. I love people. You know, if I was there, I'd be hugging your neck. This <laughs> but it's nothing like saying, hey, how you doing, girl? Um, you know, so I'm looking forward to, to um, things getting back quasi to normal and there being a virtual and a live aspect of everything that we do. I actually do a concert every Sunday right from here at home called Smooth Sundays with the Tank on my Facebook page and it's 6 p.m. CST every Sunday, one hour. And I got my tracks and my music and I play and talk, talk just like this. This is the exact same setup. So um, I love doing it, but I'm looking forward to coming to y'all city and seeing everybody and hanging out with y'all as well. But you know, that's a beautiful thing. Uh, keeps you relevant, keeps your name on everybody's lips and uh, they'll be ready for rise and uh, you know and shine, they'll be ready for this new CD, this new project. I keep calling the CD, you know, I'm dating myself, but this new project, uh, we are so excited about it. Of course, um, you're you're award-winning national recording artist. Do you still get excited about the awards? Girl, this never gets old. You know, um, whenever they say and the winner is, I'm still you know biting my nails and and. Um, you know, I, I have to be honest with you. You know, I've been doing this music almost 30 years and I still get butterflies in my stomach every time I get ready to go on stage. Uh, to one, I had to go to the bathroom three or four times. And it's always a dry run because it's just nerves. Yeah. And yeah. you probably get it from with the show too. You I do. A thousand times, but I think that's God saying, listen, I don't want you to get rid of that. I want you to always be a little nervous because I want you to depend on, on me. me. That's right. Until you think you got it going on, you know. You know, I say the same thing too. If I'm not nervous, it's all me. If yeah. I'm nervous, you know, the Holy Spirit is in that thing, you know. And it's just something about turning on the radio and seeing your name on X and Watercolors. I'd be like the five heartbeats. I call my father like, we on the radio. We on the radio, mama. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, you know, I've been doing it 30 years, but I feel like I'm 30. I feel like I'm getting started. So it's a whole lot more music that you're going to hear from been tangled before Jesus comes back. Well, that is a blessing. And of course, you've told everybody where you can find the music. Um, all your social media is uh, at Ben Tankard Music on Twitter, Ben Tankard, Instagram, Ben Tankard, Facebook, is it Ben Tankard? 
Ben Tanker Music, and the website is bentanker.me, M-E, and my church is Destiny Center. If y'all ever near Nashville, come on through, because we open. We have a church, girl. I figure it's 168 hours in a, in a week. You know, if you're already out, if you're going to the grocery store, if you're going to the club, you hang out with friends, athletic club, to the gym, you might as well come to church on one hour on Wednesday and two hours on Sunday. All you right. Got 165 other hours in the week to continue winning or to continue losing, whichever you choose. But My goodness. Did I forget to say he was a pastor? Did I forget that? <laughs> oh my goodness. Mama wow. But... Get your tail to church. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And we, we are loving Melodies from Heaven. Thank you so much for just, you know, being your genuine self and just giving us all you got. Everything God put in you, you're giving it to us and we appreciate it. So thank you so much, Ben Tanker. Oh, my pleasure. July 4th, the Tankers on Amazon streaming. And I hope we can come back and talk about that when the show comes out. All right. We love you guys. Take care now. Thank you so much for joining me on Good News with Twan Black. If you'd like to be a guest or you know someone who would like to be a guest or would be a great guest for me, please reach out at Twanda Black at thepgnetwork.org. That's Twanda Black at thepgnetwork.org. Hey, I'll see you next time. God bless you.